0: Oye, 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 the United States Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims and session. The Honorable Mary J. Schollin presiding. All about business before this court, draw near, and you shall be heard. God bless the United States and this Honorable Court. Please be seated. Good morning. My name is Judge Schollin. To my right is Judge Peach. To my left is Judge Bartley. We're here today to hear the case of Francisco L. Marcelino versus David Shulkin, M.D., Secretary of Veterans Affairs, docket number 162149. Would counsel for each party please note your appearance for the record?
1: Good morning, Your Honors. Dana Wiener from Chisholm, Chisholm & Kilpatrick for Mr. Marcelino, and with me at council table is Mr. Zachary Stoltz, also from
2: the firm. Good morning, Your Honors. Omar Yusuf with the Secretary, and with me is Ken Walsh.
0: Thank you. Do you wish to reserve any time for rebuttal?
1: Yes, Your Honor, 10 minutes.
0: Thank you. You may begin when ready.
1: Good morning, Your Honors, and may it please the Court. Obesity is a disease. The question of what constitutes a disease involves a legal question which is encompassed within this Court's jurisdiction. This Court has jurisdiction under Section 7252A, which allows for review of final Board decisions. In this case, the Board made an erroneous legal conclusion and denied the Veteran's claim as a matter of law. The Board's error was in, ter- in determining that obesity is not a disease. However, only VA or this court may say whether a condition is a disease. Here, VA's finding was arbitrary. The general counsel opinion was arbitrary because it does not rely uh, on sound I, reasoning. Um
3: uh, Counsel, before we move off of jurisdiction, um, <coughs> The Secretary fleetingly in his brief referenced Warner and the fact that um, under 7252 we wouldn't have jurisdiction. So if you could address that, give me kind of your best argument as to why we um, do have jurisdiction given the language that's used there about the rating schedule.
1: Yes, Your Honor. This case is distinguishable from Wanner because this is not a review of the rating schedule. In Wanner, the court could not review the way VA chose to assign ratings regarding a trauma requirement with limiting payments for tinnitus. Here, this involves no review of the rating schedule. The question at issue is whether obesity is a disease. That does not involve a review of the content of the rating schedule.
0: Well, wouldn't the conclusion of that question directly resolve into a review of the rating schedule because if we were to say it's a disease, then you would want the secretary to compensate for it, which would it would then need to be included in the rating schedule.
1: No, Your Honor, the question of whether it's compensable is a policy decision. However, the recognition that it's a disease is a question of law. Thus VA must recognize that obesity is a disease. Then whether it decides to compensate for obesity is the next part of the uh, question that VA must then address?
0: Um, the cases that follow Wanner and on to Wingard have gone on to limit the types of cases that we can look at that involve the question of what VA chooses to compensate for. Um, they. Wingard, for example, lists three exceptions. One is a constitutional challenge, one is interpretation of the language of the regulation related to the schedule, and the third is a purely procedural challenge to the adoption. I'm still having a hard time making the distinction that you're trying to draw because even if we were to decide that VA was wrong in not considering obesity a disease, that's still trying to decide what VA is going to choose to compensate or not or what VA is going to include in the reading schedule or not otherwise we're issuing an advisory opinion
1: no your honor the question of what is and is not a disease is a legal question then what is up for cut co- or eligible for compensation is a policy determination that VA may choose to compensate obesity if they wish. However, they must recognize that obesity is a disease. It's the same as with any other misinterpretation or misapplication of law. There must be a, f- a way to uh, provide for fixing of that error, and then it's up to VA to determine if they are to compensate for There have been obesity.
0: other cases at this court, for example, people seeking to have periodontal disease recognized or... Um, um, in Wingard, whether there should be a 0% rating or not, or whether the person had to receive a 10% rating, those potential legal errors were not given away to be resolved. They were found to be barred by our statute.
1: Yes, Your Honor. In- so not
0: all wrongs have a right, is what I'm saying.
1: Your Honor, in Bird, the case was distinguishable regarding periodontal disease because that disability was... uh, explicitly excluded there was a regulation and that disability was specifically excluded and in Wingard uh, the issue was the issue of compensable ratings which is the content of the rating schedule we are not asking this court to review the content of the rating schedule we are simply asking this court to hold and have VA recognize that obesity is a disease. After that recognition, then it's up to VA to decide if they are going to provide compensation for that disease. However, we do not know what VA will do at this point because they have not appropriately answered that question.
3: Well, um, I appreciate the fine distinctions you're trying to make, but nevertheless, Warner has some very broad language about um, essentially saying, that um, what should be considered a disability under the rating schedule is not reviewable under the statute. So how do you account for that?
1: Your Honor, there is some language in Wanner and in Wingard. However, notably in Wingard, the Federal Circuit stated that they did not agree with that general interpretation and instead relied upon the language of Section 7252 in determining jurisdiction. And thus, we believe that the court does have jurisdiction under 7252. Uh, Can you just give me a page site for that in in Wingard? Sure, Your Honor. It's at page uh, 1357.
3: And read what what you're um, referring to.
1: I may have a moment, Your Honor. Uh, The court notes that 7252 speaks broadly and is not susceptible to the veteran's court interpretation. There is no dispute that the regulations defining the schedule's content are part of the schedule of ratings for disabilities. Thus, we believe it is the part of the language relying on the content that is uh, barred from this court's jurisdiction. Notably, this court has. Uh,
3: but, but I mean, um, so would that not include a decision not to include something? <laughs> That's a confusing question, but yeah, you know, I mean, so you, I, I understand what you're saying. So the, the language um, of the statute refers to the content of the schedule. Um, but Someone, you know, the secretary's decision not to include something could also be considered content by its, you know, by its absence. It's a, it was a decision not to include
1: it. Correct, Your Honor. However, here that decision was not reasonable. And notably, in sanchez Benitas, the court held in the first instance what was or was not a disability. There, the court held that pain alone is not a disability for which service connection can be granted?
0: Well, I don't think we get to the question of whether their decision to exclude or not, not include something in the rating schedule is unreasonable if we don't have jurisdiction to decide it. So if it's unreasonable but unreviewable, it seems to have to stand if that's the way it is. It seems that alternatives are you could file a petition for rulemaking to ask that obesity be included, um, that's an alternative means to address this this question.
1: Yes, Your Honor, however, here it is a question of law. As the court noted in Sanchez Benitez at the Federal Circuit, uh, the issue of what is a disability, which is similar to the issue of what is a disease, is a question of law. And this court held in the first instance in Sanchez-Benitez that what was or wasn't a disability is within this court's jurisdiction. There, the court held that pain alone is not a disability for which service connection can be granted. This court has handled Sanchez-Benitez more than 100 times since its issuance. And the court itself has either relied upon or affirmed the board's application of Sanchez-Benitez at least 83 times. Thus, and the court has never seen fit to revisit Sanchez Benitez. Thus, this court has found that it does, in fact, have jurisdiction to review what is a disability, which is very similar to what is or is not a disease.
3: Well, sticking with the issue of jurisdiction, <laughs> um, you mentioned a distinction between this case and. Wanner, um, because in Warner there was an actual regulation that was the subject of the decision. And it
1: was the diagnostic code in Wanner, Your Honor.
3: Right. That's part of a regulation. Um, so talk to me a little bit more about that distinction that you're making. Is the absence of any... Regulation here, part of your argument. Well, I mean, you're you're almost saying we don't have a jurisdictional problem, and you're not making an argument. But if you were going to make an argument as to jurisdiction, and I think we um, want you to make an argument as to jurisdiction, um, what what would the absence of any regulation here would? What part would that play in your argument that? Um, under seventy two fifty two we're not barred from from looking at this issue.
1: Yes, Your Honor. Here the court is reviewing the board decision and we are not asking the court to review the content of the rating schedule. We are not asking the court to challenge or review the way that VA provides assigned ratings or decides to Um, provide 0% ratings or imposes trauma requirements, we are not asking the court to review the actual content within the rating schedule. We are simply asking the court to hold and have VA recognize that obesity is a disease. After that recognition, it is up to VA to determine whether they are going to provide compensation within the rating schedule for obesity. That's the distinction with Wanner. Uh, That part of the inquiry is not reviewable by this court. However, we do not have an answer to that question yet because the first part of the question has not been appropriately answered.
3: And what about um, the VA general counsel opinion on this issue?
1: Yes, Your Honor. That opinion is entitled to no deference because it is arbitrary and is not based on sound reasoning. Thus, this court should invalidate that opinion.
3: Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yes, Your Honor.
1: VA has defined disease. Thus, VA must use that definition. The support for the opinion is poor because it does not use that definition. Obesity fits that definition. VA has adopted Dorland's definition of disease. That definition states that any deviation from or interruption of the normal structure or function of a part, organ, or symptom of the body as manifested by characteristic symptoms and signs, the etiology, pathology, and prognosis may be known or unknown. VA has further defined disease in Kieran Vishintecki by noting that disease. A condition is a disease if it is capable of improving or deteriorating. The general counsel opinion does not use this definition and thus it is arbitrary. Further, the medical evidence that the opinion relies on does not conclusively state that obesity is not a disease. Rather, it quibbles about the definitions of disease. However, VA does have a conclusive definition of disease. Further, VA draws an arbitrary line between recognizing obesity as a disease for prevention and for treatment purposes, but not for compensation purposes.
0: Is that line really arbitrary, though? Because, for example, again, going back to periodontal disease, everybody recognizes that that's a disease. VA treats it under certain contexts, but this court has insulated from review their decision that they're not going to compensate for that.
1: Your Honor, in this general counsel opinion, VA has provided no sound reasoning for that line. Had VA provided sound reasoning, then this court would not be able to review that. However, it's not entitled to any deference because VA has provided no sound justification for drawing that line.
0: One of the arguments that you made was responding to something I think the Secretary said maybe that or initially that the lack of a, of a diagnostic code for a condition does not preclude VA from rating it and you point to 4.20 rating by analogy, what diagnostic code would you suggest that VA use to rate Mr. Marcelino under should we agree with your reasoning?
1: Your Honor, we do not believe that we would have to point to a specific diagnostic code, that it would be up to the board to look at the specifics of the veteran's situation and determine the appropriate diagnostic code to rate by analogy, just as it does in any other case.
0: Do you assert that his condition causes any impairment to his ability to his earning capacity?
1: Your Honor, we believe that it, in fact, is possible that it could here. Uh he does have issues um, with his mobility and thus that does impair and is capable of impairing his um, uh, earning capacity. Is
0: there any medical evidence or uh, other evidence from employers that his mobility issues have impacted his earning potential, earning capacity?
1: Your Honor, I am unaware of evidence regarding his um Employment, the impacts on his employment, but I can work into that.
4: Cool. So um, how does VA list diseases? If you've said that the uh, general counsel's opinion is arbitrary or using those is arbitrary when they said that obesity is not a disease. And that they didn't apply the, the standard, of what you read was as a, as being a disease. So how how would they do it, if it's not the V, if it's not general counsel. General counsel doesn't determine the diseases, do they?
1: Your Honor, I believe your question to be who determines what is a disease, Yes. and that is a legal question. According to Sanchez Benitez, what is a disability, just like what is a disease, is a question of law. There is no fact finding that needs to occur here. Obesity is a disease. It fits into the definition that VA has adopted. And thus, as a matter of law, obesity is a disease. VA simply has to recognize that obesity fits this definition.
4: Just by saying that.
1: Yes, Your Honor. VA has has chosen to adopt a definition, and this condition, which is a disease, fits that definition of disease.
0: Where can you point to evidence that VA has adopted that definition?
1: Your Honor, in General Counsel Opinion 82-90, as well as in Fountain, VA has adopted these definitions of disease.
0: But in other general counsel opinions pertaining to Persian Gulf War undiagnosed illnesses, for example, they have not adopted that definition definition of a disease.
1: Yes, Your Honor, there are uh, other areas where specific to um, different conditions, VA has further limited or adopted um, different definitions regarding what is a disease in those areas. However. VA does have this overarching uh, definition of disease, and at the very least, if VA chooses to reject this definition of disease with regard to obesity, then VA must provide an alternative definition of of what disease would be in the obesity context before it can say that obesity is not a disease and does not fit that definition. This general counsel opinion fails to do so. Thus, it is also arbitrary for that reason. It provided no alternative definition by which it could evaluate whether obesity was a disease if, in fact, it were to reject the definitions of disease that it has uh, adopted in the past.
0: Didn't VA say that there is no one definition? So if they're being consistent with their own position, in the opinion, they couldn't have said what definition they're using.
1: In that case, Your Honor, under that view, VA would have to use or apply some sort of standard for what is a disease in the obesity context. VA cannot say obesity is not a disease without applying the the standard for disease that it would be using in this case. Your Honors, I see my time is running up. Uh, If I may briefly conclude. Do you have more (sighs) questions?
3: Well, just to say, you could add another two minutes, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm just feeling like you're talking in, like, these really broad brush strokes, and um, we're we're trying to pin you down, but it, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, they do, in the GC opinion, go through a whole discussion about what is disease, uh, and uh, are you, whenever you say that this, this decision is arbitrary. You're referring to the, the paragraph 4. This sentence, to the extent these opinions describe a standard for distinguishing disease from congenital defects or injuries, they do not describe a standard for distinguishing disease from things like obesity that have not traditionally been considered to fall within any of those categories?
1: Correct, Your Honor. As well as in paragraph 6, the medical evidence that uh, VA relies on that evidence does not conclusively say that obesity is not di- a disease the evidence relies on the fact that there is no conclusive definition for what is a disease in according to those organizations however VA has adopted a definition of disease, and obesity fits those definitions. And again, at the very least, VA must clearly define disease in the obesity context before it can say that obesity does not meet that definition and is not a disease. But
4: they've said it's not a disease for compensation purposes. But doesn't the VA treat patients who have, who are overweight or obese? Yes. So they've sort of recognized it as a, as a condition, or because you don't want to seem, you want to say it's a disease, and you're saying the VA doesn't say it's a disease, correct? And that it should be a disease, but it's not for compensation purposes. Excuse me, Don, if you could add another two minutes, please.
1: Yes, Your Honor, VA does not recognize uh, obesity as a disease, simply as a condition, and but they treat it, don't they, in their hospitals for? Correct. So for in this realm, we we ask that VA recognize obesity as a disease and, again, for compensation purposes in terms of providing compensation is the next part of the inquiry. And VA can then choose whether they are going to provide compensation, but we do not know the correct answer to whether they will provide compensation because they have not appropriately recognized that obesity is, in fact, a disease. Your Honors, notably, the only reason the general counsel opinion provides for saying that it will not compensate for obesity is that there's no consensus on what is a disease. And that's in paragraph 6 of the general counsel opinion. Thus, once VA recognizes that obesity is a disease, we are unaware whether VA will compensate veterans for the obesity, since that is the only reasoning provided.
0: I don't think we have any further questions, so.
1: Thank you, Your Honors, if I may briefly conclude. Yes. VA has a definition of disease, obesity meets that definition, and the court has the power to and should invalidate the general counsel opinion. Thus, we ask this court to hold that obesity is a disease as a matter of law, invalidate <laughs> the general counsel opinion, and remand Mr. Marcelino's case for re-adjudication consistent with that holding. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Good morning. May it please the court. The court should affirm the August 2016 board decision because the board properly determined that VA does not consider obesity to be a disease for compensation purposes. As an initial matter, the Secretary submits that the Court does not have jurisdiction to consider whether obesity is a disability for such purposes because the content of the rating schedule is insulated from judicial review. As the Federal Circuit held in Wanner, the, the rating schedule is insulated from review. The language, of 7250, the language of 7252B removes from the Court's jurisdiction all contents of the rating schedule. Accordingly, we would submit that the Court does not have such jurisdiction in this case. If, however, the court finds that it does have jurisdiction, it should still affirm the board's decision because the board properly complied with the agency's longstanding policy that obesity is not a disease for compensation purposes. The rating schedule does not include obesity as an individually compensable disability, and that decision is entitled to Chevron deference. And if there's any ‑‑
3: Now, this issue of it's not included, and so it's not a disability. Uh, talk to me about the um, the regulation that allows an unlisted condition to simply be rated, you know, analogous to another listed condition.
2: Yes, sir. Section four point two zero.
3: Yeah. So why doesn't that apply? I mean, there are a lot of things. This is just an aside here. There are a lot of things that are in the rating schedule, and I had made a list. Um, um, okay. This is based on some court decisions and also some board decisions. Tonsillectomy residuals, genital herpes, um, jungle rot, tropical ulcer. I remember at the time when HIV-related uh, issues were not in the rating schedule; they are now. So, are you are you are you saying that basically, like VA, for any of these, could just say simply, well, that that's not listed. Um, and now menstrual disorders are in there, but I think they I think they used to not be or they're or they're still not in there. I, I can't quite remember, but um, so you could just say, hey, you know what it's it's not listed, and it's not a disability, and they're you know are by and by the way, you don't have even jurisdiction to look at our dis- at at the secretary's decision as to those issues.
2: Um, uh, is that,
3: it's I'm finding that position a little difficult to take in.
2: Your Honor, the, the position is not based on the silence itself. We're, we're saying that the silence was an informed conscious decision. Um, the Federal Register, uh, as was noted in the GC opinion, when it discusses obesity, it reflects the, the, the agency's position that whenever obesity is discussed, it's discussed in the, concept, in the context of either being a symptom or as being uh, in conjunction with another disability or another condition that a veteran may have. So. The absence of obesity from the rating schedule, in this case, was a conscious decision. So,
3: But there is nothing, you would agree with me, that there's nothing on paper, in print, that said that.
2: Yes, Your Honor, but we believe that the, the well, we would submit that the rating schedule itself, by its silence, says that. But also that the GC opinion verbalized this for the first time.
3: Okay uh, but you see my point that uh, there are a lot of other conditions that aren't in there that may be considered symptom, you know symptoms or indicative of another disease category like you're saying with obesity here right. and so it's your position that the secretary for any of those could just say well that's not a disability because it's not in the rating schedule
2: um, Your Honor, that would depend on those specific cases. But for obesity in particular, we would submit that the omission was a conscious decision. It, we don't believe that this necessarily applies or excludes those other conditions. But specific to obesity, we, we would submit that the absence was an informed decision that the agency has made.
3: And when, when do you think that that conscious decision was made?
2: Your Honor, unfortunately, as you pointed out, this was not verbalized prior to the GC opinion, so I, I cannot give you an exact date, but the, the practice of the agency has been to consistently uphold this policy and not provide compensation benefits for the condition.
4: Um, um, I'm sorry, please, thank you. How did it come to be that you could uh, compensate for obesity in connection with another disease like Cushing's disease
2: um, syndrome? Yeah. Yes, Your Honor. Um, Your Honor, that reflects the agency's position of, or the agency's long standing view of how it would treat obesity. That it could be treated again either as a symptom or, in this case, as an intermediate step to something else, um, as the GC opinion noted. And in fact, as the board in this case did decide with respect to the veterans' other symptoms, sleep apnea and diabetes, which does reflect. The point that the board was following the policy, even though it was not verbalized at that at that specific time.
0: You discuss this being a longstanding policy, but in a case that I was on, but still find impossible to pronounce, Przewalski, we'll call it. Um, the agency took a different position at the federal circuit and said this needed to be remanded for a doctor to determine whether it was a disease or not. Mm-hmm. So how do you reconcile that?
2: Your Honor, we would make two points on that. In the first instance, we would submit that that's um, that's, a, that's basically a mistake that the agency had made in that specific case, and that's unfortunate. Uh, and second, even in that case, the board, the under, in the underlying board decision, the board found that obesity was not a disease. And the case was remanded to ensure that the veteran was provided with uh, what the agency was concerned with was an, a tainted exam by that, by the, by the board's finding. Um, if I may, the the board decision on remand in that case actually denied the veteran service connection for obesity based on the GC opinion. That is outside of the record, but if the court wishes to do so, I can submit that as uh, a supplemental authority.
4: How often does the board update its uh, diagnostic codes to include or exclude diseases?
2: Your Honor, that is on an ongoing basis. It's as the uh, the, the literature and the medical evidence continues to evolve. Um, there's no set, I guess.
4: Uh, and how do they let us know that, that it's, a, it's now a disease for purposes of compensation? Is that done through the rulemaking process or...?
2: Yes, Your Honor, the rulemaking process through the Federal Register or even possibly through uh, the GC opinion as shown in this case. Um, If there's any ambiguity as to the question of Chevron deference in this case with respect to the rating schedule, we submit that the agency's policy here and specifically its interpretation of Chapter 4 as a whole is entitled to our deference. The board is bound by the rating schedule and the agency's policy, as was noted, in our view is longstanding and has been consistently applied. Um, The GC opinion, as was noted, it based its decision on the fact that there is not conclusive evidence to compensate for the condition or to consider it a disease. There's divergence in the medical community. Um, appellant points to the fact that there's no conclusive evidence not showing it, but we think that that's skewing the basis for the DC opinion. It's based on the fact that there's nothing to verify obesity as a condition conclusively. So because of that, the agency made the decision not to compensate for the condition. Um, and as uh, Judge Peach, you noted, while obesity may not be considered individually, uh, it may be considered as a symptom or as an intermediate step, which shows that the agency is concerned with providing veterans treatment for the condition or trying to alleviate condition for veterans who, who do experience obesity, but for VA compensation purposes, it is not something that the agency views as incompensible.
0: Um, your opposing counsel points out that the only basis that the VA provides is that in the general counsel opinion is that there's not unanimity in the medical field. It doesn't address the question of whether this actually causes any impairment to the earning capacity or anything like that. So what if tomorrow there was a medical conference where every expert in this field took a poll and they all
2: agreed that it was a disease, then what? Uh, Your Honor, in the first instance, I would note that the GC opinion does cite some evidence that supports its opinion, um, that obesity is not a disease, specifically the council on public uh, affairs and health, the AMA's council, which...
0: Right, but, but under my scenario, the, they've all changed their mind.
2: Right, right. Um, Your Honor, under that scenario, if that were to come to fruition, uh, that would be something that BA would re-evaluate as it continues to do with other conditions, uh, but it would not compel the agency to necessarily change the, the rating schedule.
0: Would that undermine the basis for its decision, thus making it arbitrary and capricious?
2: Um, not necessarily, Your Honor. Um, again, we think that that would be something that the agency would have to continue to evaluate.
4: So I'm confused here a little bit. Um, when a condition is listed as uh, compensable, uh, is it done? You mentioned the GC opinion. You mean the GC, the general counsel has the authority to determine what disease, what is a disease?
2: Your Honor, the the GC opinion does not have the authority to do that. The the GC opinion, the general counsel is tasked, or specifically in this case with respect to the opinion, was tasked with verifying uh, whether the agency's policy was uh, legally sufficient. And we believe that they did so sufficiently in this case.
4: Rather than an interpretation of that policy?
2: No, Your Honor. We are providing the interpretation now in our pleadings and in our briefs. Uh, and even in the GC opinion, that, that interpretation is there. But the, the policy itself is not necessarily just interpretation. So
0: when a um, hearing officer or board member chooses to service connect a veteran using 4.20 by analogy, do they have to get a GC interpretation to do that? Do they have the authority themselves?
2: You mean for obesity, Your Honor? Or just no,
0: just jungle rot, uh, you know, the whole list of things that Judge Bartley read off at the beginning.
2: Yeah the the judges, the board, the judges at the board, they are essentially independent decision makers. Uh, they're supposed to comply with the policy of the agency, but if they were to go off and do that, that does not necessarily bind the agency in terms of its its position.
0: But they have the authority to interpret the rating schedule and Part 3 and all that and decide that this condition, even though not listed in the di- diagnostic codes of the rating schedule, is something that the agency will determine is service-connectable?
2: You know, they may do so, uh, but again, that may not be the correct position. Um, again, 4.20 forbids conjectural analogies, and appellant has not offered a sufficient uh, analogy for which, to which obesity may be compensated. It also forbids uh, analogizing disabilities or diseases or conditions for which there's insufficient clinical or laboratory findings and we believe that that is parallel to what the gc found in its opinion that there's, um, there's that there's no consensus with respect to the the status of obesity as a disease if there are no further questions
3: well i mean i you know so 3303 c and 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 4.9 c- kind of say the same thing um, and so they 4.9 lists conditions that can't be considered diseases or injuries, seemingly for the purpose of the rating schedule, since 4.9 is in the rating schedule. Um, like, obesity's not there. The, all these other things are there. Those are long-standing. That's, long standing. That's, you know, in my view, that, that's the long standing policy about what's not a disease or disability. Refractory error of the eye, supernumerary parts. Um, you know, any congenital or developmental defect, which in the GC opinion, the, the, the GC said that obesity is not a congenital or developmental condition. So, so obesity is not in that list, nor is it a congenital or developmental defect. It's, it doesn't fall under that category. So, why is it missing from this list?
2: Now, Your, Your Honor, we believe that, uh, as you point out, that that list 3.303 and 4.9 that was specific to such conditions, congenital or developmental defects. And you are right that obesity is not part of that list um, or, or such a condition. But the, the omission of obesity, we believe, is reflective of the policy itself. So by, by its silence, this agency was saying that we do, we do not consider it to be a compensable disease. And if, if the agency were to prescribe a regulation that prohibited compensation for obesity, such as uh, these congenital defects or other uh, such conditions. We think that that may actually uh, contravene the agency's policy, which is to be veteran friendly. And because the medical evidence is still inconclusive, and if if the medical evidence was to uh, evolve in such a way that the agency would be com- would uh, decide to compensate for obesity, that may that may uh, hurt a veteran instead of uh, helping
3: him. Well, you—you you were just saying that by its silence, VA essentially made this policy. I think you did say that. Um, so you—you you understand our issue here in—in in Bird and Wingard and Warner. There was no silence, Like, VA actually had a policy that was in dispute. That happened to be in, it was policy that happened to be in the—it was. Reg that happened to be in the rating schedule, and so, you know, basically, you know, this court or the fe- or our reviewing court, the Federal Circuit, held that we couldn't review that. But here we don't have anything. You know, I'm trying to like grab onto something. Like, what do, what do we have? And you just said that it's VA silence that has made this policy. So, it's a little bit hard to um, say that 7252 encompasses our inability to
2: review silence. (coughs) Well, Your Your Honor, we we do believe that the the silence is – the silence itself is not the policy, but it's reflective of the policy, and um, I would direct the court's attention to Cox as we – as I had uh, done so last week. In that case, the court found that the absence of Afghanistan from the regulation Was indicative of the, or was was a reasonable interpretation of the statute that uh, Afghanistan is not part of the Southwest Theater of Operations. Likewise, we think that the absence of obesity from the rating schedule as a whole is indicative of the agency's decision not to compensate for obesity, pursuant to its authority to, to promulgate the rating schedule that Congress tasked it with.
4: So when did the policy um, evolve that obesity was not a disease? Since it's not in, it's not listed, as Judge Bartley pointed out. When did this become policy? Obesity not being a disease for compensation,
2: Your Honor. Unfortunately, again, because it was not verbalized prior to the D.C. opinion, okay. I'm unable to provide the court with a specific date. Okay. Uh, but, but how
4: long has the, uh, if you can answer, how long has the board made findings about obesity not being a disease?
2: Um, Is this the th-
4: first case?
2: Your Honor, no. To mm-hmm. our knowledge, it has never treated obesity yes. as a disease. Okay. Um, this goes back This consistently. just. It has never treated obesity as a disease. We do not have a specific date for when Mm -hmm. that may have come to fruition, but this has always been the agency's policy. Um, If there are no further questions, the secretary submits that the court should affirm the board's decision.
1: Thank
0: you. Ms. Wiener, do you have rebuttal? Yes,
1: sir. Thank you.
0: Lower the microphone a little bit before you begin to make sure we capture your recording.
1: VA is not following its own definition of disease in stating that obesity is not disease. As the court recognized in Fountain, VA has previously defined disease. It has adopted the Dorland's definition of disease, and it has further limited the definition of disease in Kieran V. Shinseki, noting that VA has identified a key factor in determining whether a condition is a disease by noting that the key factor is whether the condition is capable of improving or deteriorating. Obesity fits that definition of disease, and VA may not arbitrarily determine that a condition is not a disease. Here, obesity is, in fact, a disease as it fits that definition. The general counsel opinion arbitrarily rejects that definition and rejects the fact that obesity is a disease, which is, in fact, a legal question.
0: What's he- clearance statement in the context of whether something's a congenital defect versus a congenital disease, not whether it's a disease in the abstract.
1: It did distinguish between defect and disease, however, in doing so, it noted a key factor in determining what is in fact a disease. Here, it is a legal question as to what is in fact a disease. And the court may determine what is a disease just as it determined what is a disability in sanchez Mendez. What
0: if this court doesn't agree with you that there is only one definition
1: of a disease? At the very least, the court must then have VA provide a definition of disease that applies in the obesity context. If VA is going to reject the definition of disease that it has historically used and say that obesity does not meet that definition and is not a disease, then it must provide a definition of disease from which obesity can be evaluated to determine whether it is a disease under that definition.
3: Well, I, now I'm recollecting the GC opinion. Um, I'm uncertain why you're saying it was a, it was the, the decision to, uh, you know, finding that it's not a disease was arbitrary. Um, I recollect that they had some information there about studies that found that people who were obese, um, they weren't under any disability as far as work goes or income or that there's, there's, there were studies about this. That it's not necessarily. I mean, it may be true that someone who's obese is having problems with whatever, you know, with, with their work, um, with fulfilling the the responsibilities of their work solely due to their weight. But um, it was also true, and the the GC opinion cited studies saying that that's not necessarily true. I mean, it could be true, but it's not necessarily true. And you know, some studies I don't remember how many actually found that. Um there was no you know necessarily no negative impact on um, fulfillment of work responsibilities due to weight.
1: Your Honor, and we would submit that the level of economic impairment would relate to the proper rating that VA would assign should VA choose to compensate veterans for obesity. However, the issue of whether it's a disease is a separate inquiry and VA must recognize that it is, in fact, a disease. Should VA then choose to compensate for obesity, then the determination of the level of impairment is appropriate to consider regarding the proper rating at that time.
4: So you really are getting at the uh, second half of the question, the first half being, is it a disease? The second half being, is it compensable? And uh, you're saying that it is a disease because the general counsel's opinion is arbitrary and uh, therefore if it's a disease, it should be compensated. Or are you saying once a decision is made that it is a disease, then the case should go back to determine the compensation?
1: Correct, Your Honor. The legal question is what is a disease? then it's up to VA to determine if they are going to provide compensation. But However,
4: hasn't that determination already been made, that it is a disease but not for compensation purposes?
1: No, Your Honor, because VA has not appropriately answered that question because the general counsel's opinion was arbitrary and thus entitled to no deference. We need the court, Your Honor, we would submit that the court and VA need to properly recognize that obesity is in fact a disease. and.
0: You argued that the Dorland's definition is the one the VA should be doing. Correct. John point. John. At the end of paragraph 9, the one that talks about AMA counsels <laughs> reflect there's substantial basis for concluding that obesity does not satisfy the elements of the definition of disease in Dorland's and other authorities. So they considered Dorland's and rejected that under that definition it still didn't qualify as a disease.
1: Your Honor, the reasoning for that is that there is may have a moment, Your Honor. Honor, I would submit that the reasoning for that goes to the proper rating regarding morbidity and mortality and not to the issue of whether it is actually a disease. Your Honor, we do not submit that that is sound reasoning as to the issue of disease. The entirety of the opinion, Your Honor, the medical evidence relies on the fact that there is no definition of disease. Yet, because VA has adopted a definition of disease, and because there is no sound reasoning regarding the fact that obesity should not be a disease in light of VA's definition, this court and VA must recognize that obesity is, in fact, a disease. After that recognition, then VA may properly decide whether they are going to provide compensation for obesity.
0: Thank you very much. The case will be submitted for decision. The court is now adjourned. We will come down and greet counsel.